welcome to I Saw Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane and Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the mighty, the amazing, the, uh, the the man of the man of many worlds, Mike Zapsic. Everybody, what's going on, Ming? What's what, going on? Folks? What's going on, Mike? Hello, welcome. Uh, I'm very, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped out. We have a very, very special guest. We do today on the show. It's someone we see. For daily, yeah, actually, a full third of my day. Is, yes, um, shall we spoil it right now? Yeah, Just Walt Flanagan. Walt Flanagan is coming on to coming ISO on the Comics. show, man. How cool is that? And for the first time, uh, as a willing participant. Yes, right. ISO Instead Comics. of I'd... coming back here and telling us to keep it down, you damn kids. Yeah, I don't remember him like willingly being on the show. So this is this is pretty huge. Uh, he'll be talking about a new project that he's working on. Walt Flanagan only does one podcast, and that's Tell Him Steve, Dave. Right. Except he's making uh, a huge exception. And he's making many exceptions yes. this next week. Uh, he's working on a new project. Next with couple Juice, of weeks. Blue Juice Comics. Yes. He'll be at New York Comic Con. You can meet yes. him, get an autograph, and he's here the first time yeah, I know. On, on ISO Comics. So stay tuned for that, folks. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder to anybody out there who is a fan of Comic Book Man... Comic book men, comic or, book men, or uh, or an aspiring Just Kevin Smith, or an aspiring fan of comic book men. We return to AMC on October twenty second. Yes, after The Walking Dead. At I wanted to say midnight, but it's usually midnight ish. Well, twelve oh four or twelve ten <laughs> or, or later. Or twelve forty three. Usually that premiere episode runs a little long. Um, it's been in the past ninety minutes. Yep. it's been like uh, it's been like 82 minutes at times. And since The Walking Dead this year kicks off their season as All Out War. All Out War. So expect a couple delays. But hey, you know what? We're we're huge with the uh, the college kids and the pot smoking crowd. So we are. Just uh, blaze up another one and uh, we'll be along shortly. Yeah, we are. Uh, before we get to new comics, before yes. we get to Walt Flanagan, we have uh, I got a couple bits of comic book and okay. pop culture news here. Uh have you heard about the Avengers? I call it a merger, a consolidation. Yes, uh, the three books into one. Yes, Avengers. It's going to be a weekly. U.S. Avengers and Uncanny Avengers are merging into one unified Avengers comic. Which is pretty cool. I mean, I think that this is a long time coming. After the events of, well, God's Secret Empire, um, Secret Empire, Civil War II. Uh, this is, they've done this before. But they've Was never done successful? it like this. No, not, not okay. successful like this. So this is Mark Wade, Chris um, Mark Wade. Uh, who are the other creators involved? Uh, Cullen is Cullen Bunn in there? <laughs> He's working on everything, so I want to say yes, but I my, don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I don't sure. believe. I may okay. be wrong. I know that Mark Wade's involved, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be a weekly book, yes. and Mark Wade is no stranger to weekly books. He's no. one of the architects of DC's uh, 52, which yes. was a weekly series. So if anyone can do it, it's these guys. Yeah, starts so. with issue 675. Uh, it's going to or some of the members of all three issues, but they're they're going to trim some fat. Sure. And consolidate. Um, and this uh, so it also comes on the heels of uh, the next Marvel event, uh, 12-part crossover called No Surrender, Mike. Oh God! That will also run. The we need to stop <laughs> we, with the events. You don't like the events, Mike? Some of them have been pretty We've, cool. We're in the middle of like fifty-two events right sure. now, and I'm not trying to Some are be all the, punny. Uh, DC's, uh, you know, that 
metal. Definitely working out. It's it, the plus dark, all their, the uh, plus all their spin-offs. the Dark Knights. The dark, yeah. They, it's I mean they're good, but it's like you gotta stop, stop, please, just stop. Sure. So. Uh, but you know that this will this will be fun, Mike. This will be fun. Yes, it will be. Uh, also, I didn't know if you uh, you went and saw the Kingsman Secret Service. I did um, see the Kingsman. Uh, what was the subtitle again? Uh, the the Golden Circle. Golden Circle. Did what'd you think? I liked it. Okay, I, you didn't love it. I, I, uh, you kidding? I, I love very few things. You I do. love my family. I love. Uh, loves God. He loves I his love country. My country. Yeah, I love. He loves my, Elvis and yes. and his boyfriend too. Nah, dude, somebody <laughs> just called up said he knows I'm not gay. So that guy out there knows I'm, I'm not quoting gay. Tom You're Petty. Awesome. I know you anybody. Are. But here's the funny thing is. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yes. I liked it a lot more than I've liked uh, Bond movies over okay. the past couple of sure. years. And my my youngest son is like, "That sucked. It's nothing compared to a Bond movie." I'm like, "No, I." Your kids are into that. Bond. That's cool. I didn't yeah, know, I know. think kids were into that. To me, um, I guess maybe I'm just getting old. The Bond movies have become so far fetched. A little far fetched. Although so hard to believe. When I was a kid, though. I saw that that lotus that like went into the water yeah, and turned into a ball. Like that's awesome. Saw Christopher Walken like fighting on the top of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, with with Roger Moore. And yeah, I but it was, that was badass with the with a blimp and yeah. Here's the thing: Durant Roger Moore soundtrack. was like sixty when he was doing. I that. know, but and as a kid, I was like, man, this is a, the man. But you, um, not for me. I was always like, he looks old. Yeah, he looks really, really old. Right. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm sitting here with. Uh, I'm looking in. Uh, reflection in the um, the glass case right. over there. I was like, with oh, my gray hair. I'm yeah, like, I was like, I'm hey, Roger who, Moore. Oh my God, look, look at I'm Roger oh, Moore. Money penny, money. No, actually, I'm, that was my Sean Connery. It's horrible. Yeah, that was my Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. Was more like this. Yes, exactly. Yes, sounded like a little bit more from Liverpool. Okay, so you give it a, what a solid what B plus. B? Uh, I I actually give it an A. An I really a. Okay. really liked okay. it. Yeah, it was very. It had humor. Um, they brought back. Um, Harry in a believable way. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, it was in the trailer. So it was in the trailer. In the trailer. So, um, in, in a very believable way. There are a couple things in there that I that were head scratchers. Yeah, to I, me. I just I love the tone that that movie takes on. And I love I love Jeff Bridges. I think yeah. that Jeff Bridges is a very underrated actor. Absolutely. He was in this. He plays the the um, the head of the statesman. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. You gotta love him. Yeah, and I read the I read the the the, the Kingsman. Uh-huh. The, I read the graphic novel. And it was it was good. The movie just like blew it. In my the, opinion, uh, in like my, blew it out exactly. Of the water. It was or it just made it better. It was everything that the comic book wanted to be, in the same way that wanted uh, the movie. Yeah, was nothing <laughs> nothing like the comic book was. Sure, you know it was. Just you know, it, it. Very rarely do we see the comic to film translation exceed the comic. Exactly. So that's uh, our. All right, um, I'm going to go to another property, Star Trek Discovery. Did you see that? You're a big I, Star Trek fan. I did not see it yet. Okay. I don't have network television. Okay. Yeah, I don't have cable, so uh, I'm subsisting. How do you on... watch yourself? Oh, you just moved, so you have you had to cut your cable. I had to cut cable. Are you going to get uh, it back so you can watch Comic Book Man? Uh, Probably not. Okay. No, like, I'll, I'll get it on uh, on demand or whatever, on, or on Hulu or okay. on Amazon. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pay for the season. What is the season pass? Yes. I'll get a season pass to Comic Book okay. Man and Walking Dead. Maybe I'll call you as it's on. I'm yeah. like, Oh my god, you were. Fu- oh man, did you just hear yourself? Oh no, you oh, were, god, so you were so gay. That's so gay. <laughs> so funny. That is so gay. Uh, yeah. But oh, and Kingsman. Speaking of oh, that's so gay. Sure. Elton John. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, he's in it. 
Yes. Great. He, Elton John. Yeah, God, now that I think of it, it makes perfect sense. And Julianne Moore. Yeah. She's like 55 now, I believe. Amazingly beautiful. Still stunning. Yeah, absolutely. So she plays a uh, a psychopath. Absolutely. So Cool. All right, well, back to Star Trek now. Yes. Uh, a lot of hardcore Star Trek fans are like, this isn't Star Trek. They're they're coming down on it, Mike. Uh, you know what? Everybody's down on coming it. down on everything. So it doesn't feel like Star Trek, Mike. May I tell them to uh, grow the fuck up? Yeah. Is that is that okay for me? You know what? Please allow me to to just throw this out there. If someone takes something that you loved, it doesn't invalidate your love for it. Sure. And then, you know they take it and they make it their own. Right. Like J.J. Abrams did with Star Trek. Sure. He rebooted the. He gave. The franchise a new lease on life he did definitely did okay. did a great job he did a lot of people oh you know what about my star trek well fuck you your star there. trek your star trek is still valid right. every every iteration of star trek is still valid every iteration of anything that you can think of is still valid it's still there it's still there you is do you have it on disc no do you have it streaming yes yeah go watch Beautiful. it again go watch it Not, and shut uh, the hell up yeah you know, you don't like it, then I, I, I'm i so tired of people complaining. Because here's, and, and it ties directly into Star Trek Discovery. Somebody was with, I heard a lot of talk about the Orville. And Seth MacFarlane's uh, Star Trek-esque series. Yeah. The Orville. It's on Fox. And a lot of people just shit all over it. Right. And I'm like, ugh. And I hate when people do that because it's it's just annoying. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna watch it, put it on. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The people are like, oh, it's Seth MacFarlane wanting to be on Star Trek. I'm like, so what? Yeah. So What's let him be on Star Trek. Yeah. Did Did you enjoy Galaxy Quest? Because guess what? That's where you know Star Trek is the inspiration for Galaxy yeah. Quest. Dickweed. Yeah. I um I'll have to send you. I saw a scan somebody made uh, from the nineties, a full page article from the New York Post, and the headline was like, "This isn't my Star Trek," and uh, the subtitle was like, "A Star Trek without Kirk and uh, you know Chekhov and Sulu." This isn't my tr- Star Trek. It's an article about Next Generation. And yeah, <laughs> and how you know people were complaining about it when it first came out. Of course, and, uh, of course, they're all proven wrong. Yes, I mean, <laughs> Next Generation was uh, in some people's minds even better than the original Star Trek. Let me tell you something. I remember watching so, the very first episode. I actually uh, taped it of Star Trek Next wow, Generation. Wow, VHS tape. I, I did. It was VHS. Um, I taped it, and I remember watching it, and because I I watched it while I was taping it. Sure. And I remember thinking to myself, they're borrowing liberally from the original canon, which I don't know is going to bode well or bode ill for this sure. show, but God bless them for doing that. Yeah. You know what? You should be rooted in, you know, they, they showed like 150 year old um, uh, DeForest Cal, um, Dr. McCoy. Yeah, Bones. Yeah. He was like an admiral. Yeah, and uh, which you know anyone who knows Bones will, should have been like, he would never become an admiral. Yeah, no, he just wants to scan people for yeah. the rest of his life, probably, yeah. and, and tell tell people that he's dead, Jim, and argue with, argue with, argue Kevin Spock. Kirk. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, so the okay. Orville. I I actually liked it, and uh, if you didn't like it, you didn't give it a chance. You know, it's you know Seth MacFarlane. You can. It, 
you're not getting slammed over the head with the uh, the jokey, right? Which I think threw a lot of people off. Sure. So, but Star Trek Discovery, uh, if it's on Hulu, I will give it a shot because hey, Shaniqua, Shaniqua Martin Green, we love her. We do. She was well, personally uh, and on the screen. Yes, yeah, she she was Sasha on Walking Dead. Yeah. I was very happy that she got this gig right after um, her sacrifice yeah. in the Walking Dead. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, yeah, you could you. You go, girl. You go, you go, Sonequa. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, you ready to talk about flying Let's again? Let's talk. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, for the first time, a very special guest at the ISO Comics table. I'm uh, excited. I got to tell you, I'm very excited. Uh, you called me in a, like in a froth. You're like, ming, ming, ming. All right, we, we got to record tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Wasn't a froth? What's going on? It's like, Walt, Walt wants to record. Walt wants, wants to be in ISO Comics. Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, Walt Flanagan? Walt Flanagan is here sitting in my left willingly here at the I saw comics table for the first time without being uh without like having a a, a passing comment uh without yelling at <laughs> or, us or to yell in front of the store <laughs> from uh, or or to yell at Mike to like get back to work oh, like, that, that never happened that never happened man he was yelling at you actually you didn't yell I don't know if you remember this one time we were when we were uh, way back a couple years ago when we were doing this live, we were taking this huge block of time. We record from like 11 to like 3 o'clock, <laughs> thus negating half of Mike's day. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh my and God. one day you came we in did that once. and you slapped down this notebook without saying a word and on the notebook was like, you guys have to start recording before the store opens from now on. Cause, uh, Probably because some fucker was at the front was like, just like torturing me with questions or like I, I had no I had nowhere to escape because you guys were back here not only that it's like, it had to be some sort of reason I just why thought you were just fed up because yeah. for uh, like no, every no, I, I usually I'm I'm that guy who that I, buffer I'm the buffer right he's so. the first guy uh, okay. I see at the I'm, front I'm yeah the so then I, I probably was being um like uh, verbally tortured by some sort of customer <laughs> and I had no okay. escape route and uh, right, that's and that probably what forced me to be like this. Like, I, I this need awful. food, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, there was a part where we were trying to keep the some semblance of a live show, so we did two back to back. How when's how long has it been since you've uh, recorded done this live? Uh well, we started streaming. Uh, we started doing video instead. So um, you stopped doing video. Uh, we haven't done it in a while. We've done it sparingly here and there, but uh, we were doing video, which was. Which is okay. It's kind of boring, though, because you t- see, like, two talking heads yeah, for an hour. Like, yeah, unless you've got some, either something visually interesting going on or some sort of eye candy. Not that yeah. you guys aren't eye candy, but, uh, I mean, no, no, but, no, no, but, you know, I mean, unless you've got <laughs> something that someone, wa- uh, you know, is, yeah, I, I don't see the point of video. I, I, other podcasts do it, though, right? Yeah. A lot of them do it. A lot it. of them do it, yeah. 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 So, you know, we thought we'd But, I mean, on. you guys could if you, if I mean... You guys do a very visually. You're talking about a medium that's all it is is visual. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you had the time or the to uh, cut in like frames, yeah, and frame, stuff like and you could have like pop ups. You could do. You can go crazy. Yeah, with like amazing, amazing extra footage and and content. Yeah, is Chris Ladondo out there? We need a producer to do something <laughs> like that. Is he uh, is he available? I think he's too well, busy producing what say you podcast. I, I think that wow. you're, you're. It would be really <laughs> fall upon your shoulders it to would, do that. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course it would. And I don't see it's, that happening at, at this point. I could set it out. It's tough to like you hit buttons and stuff to transition it. It'd be tough to do that in podcast at the same time. You really need. Well, no, no. It'd have to be done in post. I thought. 
Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that, too, I guess. You could. Uh, it's good enough. <laughs> you know, it's, it's under consideration. It's under consideration. So, all right, please welcome to the table. Please welcome to the table, everybody. Artist, comic book store manager, ball buster, podcaster, comic book man, Walt Flanagan. Oh, that's a lot of Yes. Here, here to Walt talk Flanagan. about yeah. special project that he's been working on, uh, premiering at the New York Comic Con next weekend. That is uh, October 5th through the 8th. And your Comic Con, uh, he will be at booth twenty two fifty four all weekend. You already know the booth, yeah, man. Oh my god, of course he does. At Blue Juice Comics booth twenty two fifty four, here it, to tell us about your project. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'll make no um, bones about it. I mean, I, I, f- I feel a certain obligation to uh, do whatever I can to help out uh, this um, this launch of this uh, book. Um, you know, because it's involved. The launch involves a. A good friend, uh, Tom Mom, Blue yes. Juice, and um, you know, I, I told him I'd come up there all weekend and help push uh, as many copies as 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 I possibly can. I don't, I mean, who knows what that will, what number number that could be, or little, you know, how uh, little. Hopefully, it's oh, it's, not, but uh, you know, but this is I felt the best way to get the word out on a comic book podcast. You know, I I feel awkward uh, um, monopolizing, all, all, you know. If I were to do it on Tom C. Dave, <laughs> talking about it, my own project, it just would feel weird me monopolizing, um, you know, that podcast. But on a comic book podcast, yeah, devoted to comic books, right? I but felt, it, and you know, and you guys have had Tom on we have multiple, multiple times. Multiple right? times. But multiple I, times. Have, have you met your two co-hosts? I mean, <laughs> let's. Brian is. They, you know, they don't really. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Th- I can't ever can... th- think of a moment where I could ever point to where they were like where they would. It, it would. It would be. It would be so out of left field at this point. Uh, um, but to and, 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 I don't know. I just felt like it would be. This would be the perfect venue. We are to, happy uh, to have you on. Yeah, very happy. It. Like oh. ecstatic. So yes, this is like I said, okay. froth. Froth. There was froth. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. All right. I felt his spit froth. through the phone. <laughs> it was that. It was that. That sounds crazy. <laughs> whatever. Okay, you guys were on the phone. Yeah, we were on the phone. We okay. called. Okay. Him. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? Like, we go, we got to record tomorrow. Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, you know, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> but you know, but but the uh, the excitement. Oh, I am. I'm. I mean, that, ex- that's that's. That, that's uh, it's weird because why would you be excited? You see me fucking every day. You know, my mic. But you've never hear. been willingly like yeah, on, I saw comics. Yeah. All you do is make fun of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I make fun of it so much as uh, as some as my uh, my my co-host. Yeah, you're talking to you know. You <laughs> I, I think I think there's I think there's one guy who's made a uh, sure who's made who's, made, who's built a, a mini a mini empire yeah, uh, building a, a, you know a, a, a foundation based upon uh, teasing. Um, I sell comics. Yeah, but you're on with the bad boys of podcasting. That, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, to get the word out, I mean, I got, I got to go to the bad. The, you know, I got, to, I got to uh, hit the streets, and that means hitting all the streets, even the bad parts of town, right, exactly. where the bad boys hang out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the bad boys, gotcha. Like Mike smoking his like little cigars and shit. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Welcome to our side of the street, Walt. So I love. So the the you're launching uh, a new comic book, which right. is very exciting. You don't you know this is this is huge. Yes. What can you tell us about? Yeah. Um, the, the, I guess I could tell. A start lot with the about title, it. right? Um, the title of the book is called um, "The Knights of the Fifth Dimension." Is it just Knights, Knights of the Fifth or Psychedelic? Knights no, it, the Fifth it, it's I, I I lobby for it to be called the Psychedelic Knights of the Fifth you're, Dimension. You're vetoed. 
But uh, Tom, um, he he said he didn't feel it was uh, unnecessary and it was too wordy. And oh. um, and and why and why Tom's involved um, is because I wanted that kind of um, person who will say go against what I say. Yeah. I so I feel like that's why you know that's that's exactly why um, I felt that Tom was a necessary um, addition to uh, helping with this <laughs> I thought book. you were going to go with evil, but all right. Uh, um, and for that very reason, somebody to be like who with a, who won't be just like, I feel this is a better um, fit for uh, what, we're, what we're trying to do here. Yeah. You want a true editor. You yes, want somebody who's exactly. actually going to ride your, yeah. Well, like, yeah, he, he doesn't ride, but I, I definitely wanted somebody, I wanted that editor to come in and tell me what he felt needed to be done to make it um I don't know as successful as possible or whatever that may whatever that may be I yeah. don't know what the definition is of success is going to be for, uh, for I think for everybody involved in this it's it's probably different you want it old school you want it old school like the like they did back in the 70s like, oh yeah like yeah you know what, Flanagan? Get get your goddamn stuff in on time. Well, yeah, and and and, and uh, granted, I'm not. I'm, I haven't had that kind of a relationship with Tom, um, but definitely, I we've uh, gone back and forth on different um, ideas on what we we thought would be beneficial. And you know, sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. But it, I don't feel it's losing. It's just that's why I, that's why I wanted uh, someone like Tom involved to okay. to make decisions and tell me no, this is not uh, this is not the, the best way to go about yeah, wow, this. Wow, Blue Juice Comics dropping the hammer, man. I'm an ass kicker. In general, you're surrounded by yes men around here at the Secret Stash. So it's nice yes, to, yes, you are, Walt. Yeah, I, I, like, and, and believe me, I I I love a yes man. <laughs> sure. I I mean, there is nothing better than a yes man. I. I've all I've always um, when people say like you know well, you know these people are surrounded by yes men like it's a bad thing they say it in a right. way that like 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 the like painted as like that's awful yeah it's not it's the best because <laughs> you know what yes men do they get shit done we make stuff happen yeah. Walt wants something or they done. just tell you what you want to hear right no, or they, even if they don't get shit done yeah, at least they're sure. telling you what you want to hear yeah. and we make it look like we're busy right. so that's good well you're still here Mike so. yeah I know <laughs> I guess speaking of out. someone who's built an empire yeah. on being a yes man that's that would be me yeah now I remember doing a title for this like maybe three years ago yeah, like you've been book, working on this for a while then. this book has been around for a long time um it also. I mean, do you want? I mean, like it all started in a log cabin. You really want that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like a very unfamiliar territory for me talking about something at depth um, or in depth. In depth. Yeah. At length. In at depth. length. Yeah, sure. that's it. Um, you guys. Uh, it was started back at a point back when you guys were attending the um, Asbury Park Comic Con. Yes. Uh, you were. You guys were appearing there. Yes. Uh, on a regular basis, and you. Either Mike or Ming brought back to the stash um, a stack of um, independent comics that um, somebody had made. Yeah, you know, somebody had they were selling at the con that weekend. You were there, and um, you they were in the stash and they were laying around. And I would leaf through them and just go, you know, either like say, "Oh, this is good" or "This is not good." Mm -hmm. But that would be the end of it. I would never really. Um, that was. 
that was you know as much as my involvement was. Um, but there was one book you guys brought back called um, The Civil Four, and I read it and I was like, this is this is it's raw, but it was good, and I, I enjoyed it. And I've done something I've never done in, since or before. Uh, was I emailed the guy who wrote it? Yeah, and I was like, hey man, I saw your book, I really liked it. I think you got a, uh, an ear for um, dialogue of um, that harkens back to an era that uh, isn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. It was the book was about um, like you know Lincoln and um, some other characters in history about you know that time in yeah. early American history, and they were portrayed as superheroes. It was uh, he, uh, Casey Van Heel was the writer, okay, and a guy named Maxime was the artist. And I wrote to, I, I just sent this email out. He wrote back, oh, thank you, yada, yada, you know, appreciate yeah. the, the kind words. And that was it. Um, he then sent another email like weeks later being like, hey, I'm working on something else. You know, can I send you some copies of it? And it was a wrestling book. And I was like, yeah, sure, send them along. I'd love to see him. And he sent it along. It was good. Um, and I just sent it, you know, saying like, hey, what era? Like, I want to know how old the guy was. I was mm-hmm. like, because he felt like he was my age. Uh, with what he was interested in, yeah, right. But it turns out he was he was much younger than I was, and um, I was like, you know, because it it kind of felt like he had the same like uh, was coming from the same point when he was reading comics that I was, but it, which he was, but he was much younger. He right. was, he, and um, he then mentioned that he sent another email saying that he had another project that he was working on, and um, it was about a comic book within a comic book. Cool, cool concept. And I loved it. And I wasn't doing anything. This is, right, like you said, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Cryptozoic Man was, was the last thing I worked on, and I wasn't doing anything. And I said, hey, man, if you need an artist for this, I'd like to work on it. I'd like to, um, to do some character concepts, do some sketches for some of the characters. And um, he, was, he was open to it. He was like, yeah, I'd love to. Now... I think when I became involved, I took it like the the concept is a a, a creator who's um, you know was at the was the king was like the king of comics. Mm-hmm. Now he's old, or he's still working on this same comic book. It's a very Kirby esque character. Right. Uh, his book, he's been working on it for decades. It's kind of um, neglected. It's it's nobody cares anymore. It's kind of like it's seen, it's heyday is long since passed. Gotcha. And um, I took that when I became involved. I took it even further back. I think he like in terms of where I my my love uh, for comics would be like the late sixties to like the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go a little bit further back than what Casey wanted to do, and uh, he was open to that. And um, we did a comic book about a guy who's. You know, been working on this comic book for years called the the Psychedelic Knights of the of the Fifth Dimension, and I mean when you say it out loud, it just sounds so corny and kooky. But it's about um, how this guy was working on this comic book about how um, King Arthur and Merlin fell to this uh, demonic entity, and um, Merlin then created these went created found all these superheroes uh, to become new knights. Yeah. And it became a gigantic hit in, uh, and it became, it propelled this guy to like, you know, create toys, right. TV shows, cartoons, um, 
really bad movies uh, in the 70s. And uh, it turns out he, he takes on a protege or, a, or somebody, a young kid who was inspired by his work. And then that kid becomes like the hottest thing in the 80s. Oh. Uh, he becomes this. And then he also finds out that um, this, this, this golden age creator is, um, is actually one of the knights. The knights are a real thing. And that he's oh. in our dimension... He is. He has to produce this comic book to keep this oh, evil entity at bay yeah. in our dimension. He's one of the. He's one of the knights of the fifth dimension, and that he's. He's now. He's. He's. You know, for all this time, he's been creating this uh, comic book to, to inspire, um, our world and to keep imagination uh, ignited. You, you know, to keep this being who preys upon insecurity, self doubt. And um, fear. So he, he creates this thing and it just builds and builds. But now, you know, over the course of time, he's old. Nobody, he finds that no one cares about the book anymore. And he needs to pass on this mantle. But this kid that, he, that grew up in the 80s and became this hot shot superstar, yeah. he's in no way, shape, or form to take on the, uh, the mantle. And he doesn't believe it. So it's a story about how this... Um, this guy in his who's having a, a midlife crisis uh you know he's at, at the lowest point in his life after having this great career it comes to terms with like oh all this was real and now i have to he's got to pass it on he's got to pass the torch on and become this new um bearer of um bringing uh keeping this this evil force at yeah, bay yeah yeah to like save our own yeah, yeah, and he has to create this comic book and, and kind of bring it back to where it was uh, back when it was at its at its heights, where it was keeping this through a magic through a magic uh, that Merlin had created. This this creature cannot come into this our dimension. He's able to go in the other dimensions where the other knights are from, but in ours, by the work of by this comic book and the offshoots of the comic book, the toys and everything, it kept this being at bay and. Um, it's it sounds I know it no, sounds it's, super no, convoluted. No, it's awesome. It sounds, yeah, <laughs> it sounds this awesome. Sounds but it, but it, it, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say it brings to mind a bunch of stuff from when we were reading right. comics. I mean, you know, you you said Kirby was the inspiration, so immediately it springs to mind Fantastic Four, and then you have a protege like John Byrne who brings the Fantastic Four back to the heights right. of you know at its heyday. Exactly. So, yeah. So cool. Sounds great. In the um. And it's very. It became like a super personal project for me because I was able to put anything I wanted into it that I loved, like in terms of visual. Yeah. Like I could drew like you know there's there's these knights these superheroes are like they look like they're they have migos they look that they have like <laughs> board games they look there's so much minutia and so much background stuff of um, there's a game show in there there's a no, like, like, like <laughs> there's just like, like crazy anything stuff that you and love. everything that I loved as a as a kid growing up about comics is in this book. And um, like I said, I've never even met the people who are involved. You still I, haven't met them? I still haven't met them. I've never met the writer. His name is Casey. Yeah. I've never met the guy who inks the book. His right. name is, he who, who was worked on that book, the, the Civil War. His name was yeah. Maxime. He inks the, the comic book version of the comic book. And um, Wayne Jansen, who the most easily the most talented of all of us, um, is the guy who's doing the colors and yeah, he's doing all the inks for yeah, uh, the, the for Tell Steve Dave vinyl colors, album, yeah, all, uh, the colors, all the colors for anything like uh, that Walt's 
been involved in Cryptozoic. Cryptozoic and, yeah, and, I mean, I love anything. this guy's work. He's I tell awesome. him all the time, like, because I'm always like, man, I wish I could just chain you up and just <laughs> and make you my slave in my basement. You would never do anything but work on my stuff. Right. Like, you get into it's the get high, him, yeah. get him territory it's like, now. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll work on your stuff. You don't have to chain me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Why I, am I going to get whipped too? Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. This is going to he's, suck. Yeah, like, he's, he's really good. He's so good. He, and like, he, he dwarfs all, everybody involved in the project. I mean, he is the... Um, if it looks good, it's because of him, yeah. in my opinion. But he's so talented. But I've never met any of them. Yeah, right. And I and it was for me a new way of doing something that I wanted to try. I wanted to just like old school. Like yeah. a lot of these guys back when we were the comics we read, they 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 communicated through letters or phone right. calls. Yeah. And uh, it appealed to me in that way of like having that kind of. I know, yeah, I know. People would say that that like you I mean to be in person probably is the most like um, powerful way to convey what you're looking to do. But there was a feeling of like uh, a retro feeling of creating it then because you didn't really, you don't know their personalities. Only have to go on is um, the emails back and forth, right? And you have to be very succinct in what you want. Yeah. So if if you don't communicate it well, you're gonna have to go back to the drawing board. So. Yeah, talk about old school. That's cool as hell. And this book is really re- like if, if for guys like me and you, Mike. Uh, I don't think there's any, there's nothing on in these pages that you won't be like, oh my god, I remember that. Like if you collected comics and you bought your comics um, via a candy store, mm-hmm. a, a confectionery, mm-hmm. um, a drugstore, Seven Eleven. This is this is <laughs> that this is that era which starts off in that era with the older mm-hmm. the older creator. And then we, and then as the series progresses, we'll we'll go into buying comics at that the newfangled comic book store, you know, like <laughs> so. There's like this ability to draw everything that um, I fell in love with. The reason why I fell in love with comics. I'm hoping you have at least one panel with the old fantasy zone in there. Uh, there is going to be, yeah. There's there's a there's an homage to. The everybody's first, um, I mean, for our guys' age, that first time you walked into a comic book store oh God, and we're dude. bombarded with, like, all oh, you guys sell this as comics. This is crazy, <laughs> you know, like that unbelievable. Like, how can a store just survive just selling comics? Like, you won't get this reference, but the Willy Wonka where they walk into the back. Yeah, I right saw the, the I saw the Broadway play, I'll get it now. Okay, oh, yeah, cool. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Walk into the, yeah, the, uh, the candy room and you're like, oh my god, like, all I can eat, you're like, yeah, everything's edible. This is phenomenal, yeah, yeah, like an 800 pound gummy bear. And yeah. so there, there's a, it's very personal for me in, in regard to that I'm able to just draw everything that I loved, every aspect of everything that I loved as a kid in the comic books. And then it became even more personal as, um, and why it's really taken so long to, for it to come to life was um, when I started drawing it, I, I, I needed somebody to um, base the, um, the main characters on. And I chose, um, oh, I asked, I didn't choose, I asked, I asked Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark Costello. Oh, Mark who Costello, used to work yeah. here. Uh, that's how far back this has gone that I was like, hey, man, would you mind posing for me uh, to, I want to base this star of this, of this comic book yeah. on you. I want to, I like, like, you know, I like your look. I like, you know, how, you know, you, I just want, want it to be you, I said. Mm-hmm. And, um he he agreed, of course, and like, I would have all. I would take pictures of him doing these crazy poses and everything, and I would show him the pictures. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Here's what you look like when you're turned into a comic book character." 
you know, and he would get such a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I'm working on the book. There's, you know, I'm, I'm halfway done with it. And of course, we know. Yeah, what unfortunately, happened. he passed away. You know, he, he, yeah. un, you know, unexpectedly, yeah. you know, he, and it was like, I couldn't. I, the last thing I, I wanted to do was go back yeah, and like draw, draw, keep drawing, keep him. drawing it. I didn't want to do it. I, did, I had no. Um, I didn't feel. First off, I didn't feel like it was right. I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable. I felt like I had no passion to do it. Like it was gone. But I saw. Uh, but, and I think that, you know, how people say like, well, you know, if this person was here, they would be like, they would, they would say, I want you to finish it. Sure. You know, we don't know if they, if they would, if they would actually say that. But we do know Mark was. I mean, I've never met a more supportive and more. Um, in your camp guy that I can't I can't say for certain that he like he would be saying like you got to finish that book you got to do it you know, pal you got to go you no, got to do on, that come on pal you got to get I, you got to get it done come I on. can almost be certain that yeah, he, would. he would I, I <laughs> feel I feel that way too but something happened though that almost sealed it though was because um, the first time that I and it still didn't you know even though this happened relatively quickly after his his passing was I was talking to his wife. And I didn't even know that she knew that um, I was working on a book, yeah. and Mark was the um, the model for the uh, for the main character. And she, you know, we're very emotional. The first time I'd seen her after, and we were just talking. We had so much to talk about. And before she walked out, she said, "Oh, one more thing I wanted to tell you was, um, I want you got to finish that comic book." And I was like stunned because I, I had, he had never told me that, or he had never even mentioned that he had told her. That he, you know, he was. Uh, yeah, so she just said it out that. of the blue. She just said it out of the um, blue, and I, I felt like, and, the, and to be honest, it was like it was powerful that she said it, and I wanted to, you know, made me say in my head, I was like, oh, you know, I guess, yeah, I got to finish this. Right. But to be honest, it really didn't. Um, it took even more after that to even get back into it. It took a long time for me to be like, okay, I can go back and I could, because I had so many pictures. Right. I had yes, saved of you, him, yes, like posing. Look through them, and like, yeah, and I do. Sucks. Like, I need to keep. I need to like when I draw this character, I have to. Yeah. I have to look at pictures. Mm-hmm. And I have to remember. And I have to remember that. I remember every picture. Like that what day. you were doing, what, what we you doing. did that day. You know, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was very, very tough. But yeah. I felt like I should, you know, and then, you know, but that's why it's really, really personal because I felt like. Yeah. I should do it, and, and I don't. But I don't know. I, we we don't know if Mark would be like, "You got to finish that, pal." Oh. But oh, it's yeah. a good bet, though. Knowing I him, can, oh knowing him God. for you know the, as many years we, I'm pretty sure he would have he would have he liked you to finish I it. I was really curious about what you guys were doing because oh, you had no in. idea. I I knew that they were doing something, but I and like Mark would be on all fours or something. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. there's some <laughs> crazy photos. Oh, my, there's <laughs> I'm like there's uh, I'll, in- I'll come back later. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, that's fine, whatever. But I, I walked in. Mark is in his bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walt's taking pictures, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" And I, I like, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna go grab a cup of coffee." Yeah. And you guys finish what you're doing. Yeah. That, you know, yo, I just saw though. I think they lost it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it finally happened. Thing, we're not podcasting today because they're using. I don't know what they're using yeah. the poker table yeah, for, but, but I, yeah, and I don't want to know. I don't want to. There's there was one one of my favorite all time photos I've ever taken of myself is with Mark. Because of this project, it was it was a day. It was snowing, um, 
and the stash was open and we stayed open even though we shouldn't have it was snowing out yeah. so bad nobody had come into the store all day long and um I was procrastinating and i should have got my photos that i needed for the night to work on what i was going to draw that evening i, I should have got them earlier in the day but i didn't because i figured out if nobody would be here we could do it at any point during the day and um so it's like getting late in the day, it's dark out, and I say to Mark, I was like, I need you to um, pose for this photo where I'm holding your hand, like like I'm propping him up. It, it's basically like he's, I'm holding him because in this, in this these two characters, they're like, they're, they're like comforting each other right. uh, um, in this pose that's very unmanly. <laughs> right okay and, uh, I, and mike's taking the picture because because okay. uh, i'm in the picture right, right. someone's gonna take the it picture. okay and i'm holding his head up and he's lying on the on the counter the fake counter and i'm holding his hand and i'm holding the back of his head and my face is like two inches from him and i'm trying to convey um some important message right. through my eyes and my okay. face and as they're doing this and mike's over there the door opens and like six Super badass fucking Marines walking dressed in <laughs> to the tees. <laughs> they are in full uniform and they're like, We're on leave and we want to come to the stash. Or like, and all of a sudden, they're like, They're super psyched to be here and they look up and they realize that there's like these two guys are like, um, yeah, you know, don't cradling have, each other. Don't, don't, have, don't tell. Like, <laughs> and I, and I am so regretful that, like, you know, I didn't, who would have known that would have, would have happened, but. I deleted so many of those photos and I didn't need them anymore. Oh, man. I didn't, you know, I, right. I, when, so I was done drawing when I had to draw, I would yeah. delete all the photos. But that photo was the one photo I saved because in the photo you could see me, I'm starting, I'm breaking because I'm smiling, trying to hold in a laugh because I see all these super tough yeah, guys they're and their, their mouths are like, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> like, don't let us, you guys finish what you're doing. Yeah, I thought this was a comic book yeah, store. It's, it's my favorite photo that's, and that's... I, I saved it and... Um, he doesn't know because Mark is looking at me into my right. into my eyes, yeah. and he doesn't realize. Or yeah. like all these guys are like, "What the hell's going on like, here?" Freaking, <laughs> freaking <laughs> up now. That GI Joe just he came in the door. Yeah, right? Wow, that's cool. Um, Mark would uh, his death took uh, the wind out of a lot of people. Sure. Yours, yours especially. Uh, you guys were really close, and I I never pried. I but that was one of the things that he was most proud of. Aside from just working here, was he's like. He used to come up to me, hey, pal, you know, uh, Walt and I took some pictures last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they like out of context. For the comic? I didn't even ask. The comic, like, right? That's good for you, yeah. buddy. You take those pictures. But he, I swear to God, um, I'm going to speak on behalf of Mark. You, you have to, if you're not done. I'm almost done with it. You, you have know. to finish because this is. This was one of the like the brightest spots. Of- I, I hope, yeah, yeah. Like, I know you you hear that a lot when people say like you know he would have wanted it this way or he would have want you to do this or that. Uh, now being on the other side of that, I'm like I'm I'm loath to say he would have wanted me to finish it because I don't know. Sure, but yeah, I yeah. think his personality. <laughs> I mean, I've never met anybody before or since him that was as. Uh, you know, so gung ho and rah yeah. rah for you know for other people in his life that I can't imagine that he might would be unhappy that I'm going to finish. No, this. and he's, he's like, it's sort of his l- legacy now. 
Yeah, we devote. Is, uh, yeah, you're, you're, well, I don't know about of, legacy. He's well, too yeah, small. I think he's done a lot of other things. <laughs> right, you know, the, but, you know, it's all a nice time in like, the guitar factory. His family run around. <laughs> well, he partied the, with Eddie Van Halen. I mean, just a lot yeah, of he worked here. Other, I can hardly say that partying with yeah, Eddie he, Van Halen is. Well, yeah, you know, he had a lovely wife. I married. Lovely, a, yeah. a good marriage. Have a legacy. Not okay. this is, but this is, but this is Mike being yes man right now, which is why I love him. This is Mike saying like, but you have to finish because and there the of. In here, actually, in this world, there were maybe there are very few people who knew him as well as we did. Sure, and I, you know as well as I do, he would love for you to finish this because yeah, I hope it so. excited the hell out of him to know that he was going to be in a comic book. Yeah, I, I hope I hope it does, and I I think it's the um, and we devote the we devote the entire series to him. We like sure. a page is devoted, you know. Aww. We we do, we devote the entire. Um, Knight's uh, miniseries to Mark and um, so I hope it's um, that you know it's that it's the right thing to do I, I but you know everybody tells me it is but yeah you know and if his and if you know Laurie his wife uh, says it unprompted yeah then, I felt it yeah, I felt that there that was, was no, there was I could there's not another sign that that's going to be out there that's other that's going to be more powerful than her saying you know can you finish the comic book I, I agree so we got it, Tom involved though uh, initially, you know, it was all, it was because he was coming. I mean, this was so long ago. I don't even remember what season it was. But I, me and Casey, our initial plan was to submit it to Image or yeah, other comic right. book companies. But I wanted to show it to Tom because um, I wanted to get his thoughts as an editor. He he was taking on at that point. He had taken on other projects other than the accelerators. Sure. So he was he was being. He was very much so being a real uh, like editor, like picking and choosing yep. projects that he would greenlight for his for his Blue Juice comics, and I wanted to see what he felt of the, um, you know, what did he think, and I wanted an honest opinion, and he gave it to me. And he told me that he felt like you know he gave it to me. Uh, m- more than I would have ever imagined. Like he gave, he put a lot of thought. Yeah, into wasn't it like, oh, I think it's yeah. great. Like and it's like no, he, blah, he really laid it, it out and told me what what works and what doesn't work, yeah. which is important. I think is to hear is what doesn't work, and he told me a lot of stuff that he felt didn't work, and he put so much time and effort into it. And I realized that when we were going back and forth that summer, that like I needed a guy like him. I think you know me and, and the the other guys involved needed somebody to help us. Um, turn it into something that um, something more than what it was right. before Tom got involved. And I asked him if you know if he would be interested in coming on and helping us shape the whole series because he only looked at one issue. And um, and you know it would be a Blue Juice comic because I felt like you know he could he could uh, we could all benefit from having his um, his involvement and his ability to. Uh, see things through uh, an un you know he's not so close into it you know he could see what 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 doesn't need to be there yeah he can be honest yeah and he it, which is important like you don't need this you know sometimes you're like you want to throw everything right in. and um some i think we needed to have a guy tell us you don't really need to do all this right. you can tell this this important part can be told in a panel mm. rather than five pages yeah gotcha yeah, yeah you said still- so i was happy that you know he agreed and came on and I feel like I said it's not the book's not done and we're going into New York. I mean the the series isn't done. I got two issues left. 
I, w- I, I, you know, and I know he, I know why he wants to do this preview this year. For oh, this sure. Con. Yeah, I know I'm, why he does, mm-hmm. and I felt like I had to, I had to agree to it because he's put a lot of thought and, um, you know, burnt a, you know, burnt a lot of time devoting to, you know, yeah. devoting his time to the book. So I felt I had to step up and be like, if he wanted to do it, he wanted to put it out for New York Con. I had to, yeah, and this I huge. had to agree to it and and be. Uh, as supportive as he was to me. Yeah, this is huge. You hate New York. I hate it. You I mean, you you're trying to get out of the panel for God's sake. Yeah, yeah seriously. I would have got. I would have definitely got out of the panel this year. I had my game plan already. I what? knew what I was going to say. I knew I was going to tell that lady Kate. Oh I had it all. God. And then Tom and I was trying you had to your tell doctor's note. I know. Oh. I was going to tell Tom that I, like that. Note. Like I think we should oh wait till God. next year to do yeah. the nights. It'll be all be done. Right. I mean, it'll, it will. It, I mean, the nights is going to be published in 2018. Okay, no doubt. Right. The first issue, uh, this special New York Comic Con issue, will be out before the regular issue. Yeah. But um, you know, I know why he wants to do it, and I hopefully it it, it doesn't um, it doesn't do anything to um, hurt uh, the release in 2018. I don't think so. I don't think it will at all. I don't, I, I don't know. I just to me, I'm like, I'm like, why, why, why you need to put it out now? Let's just put it out when everything's done. Yeah. But you know, he wants to do this. But we're gonna, the, the panel, though. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm like, I hate it. it. I hate. I hate being up in front of people. It's a lot of people. I hate it. I can't stand. It. Luckily, you know, Kevin ta- talks the most, but yeah. it still is. You get attention directed me, at you. Yeah, questions me, directed at you. I, there's okay. nothing more. It, it's the worst part of the entire season for me. <laughs> really, it's not even. I, I, it's I don't not know even why. Officially part of the because season. Because in, in the season, you're really just in front of the same people yeah. every day. A yeah. handful and of people, cameramen. And Nichelle sure. and everything. So, but on this though, you're you're in front of you know yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah, it's like being naked up on a stage. Exactly. So there yeah. are no buffers there, and I can't jump in front of a question for you, Walt. <laughs> or can I? We'll find out. Yeah. Now you said miniseries. How many are we looking? Four at issues. Four issues. Two of which are completely okay. done. Um, and uh, if I could talk about, it, I'm actually working on another project. With, you can. I can oh, talk, can I talk about yes, that one absolutely. too? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do I have enough time? I, like I said, this is why I said I didn't want a monopoly. No, we got plenty of time. Uh, Are you kidding me? What you, this is this better gold. than new comics. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about screw it. Screw that, man. While in between when I was having that real rough time of finding the motivation to try to finish this book because of what happened you know, with Mark and everything, um, Brian Quinn, co-host on Tell Him Steve yes. Dave, uh, came to me and was like, hey, I'm... I'm developing a book with uh, Cullen Bunn. Yeah, guy who's pretty much writing every Marvel title out there yeah, right now. He's doing, doing a, a great job. Titles, right? Yeah. I mean, he's on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, a work, his work, I, I, I definitely respect and love. I mean, there's, I mean, he does a book called The Tooth uh, for Oni Press that I just adore. Um, guy's a great writer. And, and when Q told me that he was working on a book with, with Cullen and he wanted me to draw it, I was, so, first I was so flattered because I think it's obvious those guys could put out the word, oh, get it, and immediately. Know, sure, uh, they could put it out on social media and be like, "Hey, me, Colin Bunn, and Brian Quinn are work are are collaborating on a book, and we're looking for an artist." Yeah, and like Jim they Lee would, have, would be like, "I'm yeah. available." Alex like, Ross is like, "Hey, yeah. hire me." Yeah. There would be, a, they would have their, they, they would have a, a long list of amazing artists to, to uh, you know, sift through to find yeah. somebody that they love. So I was very flattered and, and, and I was so grateful to be asked because I was like, well, you, got, you can have anybody do this. And he goes, buddy, I want you to do it. So I leapt at that and I 
I am one issue away from finishing uh, a book called Metro that yeah. I'm working with those guys. And so I am I, I, I committed to those guys, and those guys have put a lot of money into it by paying uh, Wayne Jansen, yep. also working yep. on the nights he's working on Metro. <laughs> like I said, I would chain this fucker to. Yeah, he's a killer. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. But he's working on it. Uh, an inker called Phil Will is working on it. He's great. And so I, I, I have to finish Metro first. And like, I'm only an, an issue and 10 pages away from finishing that. And um, that's also going to come out in 2018. But So we're trying to do two things in 2018. So, but... Can I say this? You and yeah. Q go. I mean, this goes way back. You had something pitched at Marvel. Can oh, I say a that? long time ago. Yeah, yeah. back when uh, Epic was restarted. That's how long ago yep. it was. That, I mean, what are we talking about? 2001? 2000, yeah, it was yeah. pre TV show, like pre everything. Yeah, this was Marvel. Yeah, Marvel uh, restarted Epic and we submitted something to Epic. And, it was Werewolf by Night. Yeah, a relaunch, mistaken. a Werewolf by Night. And we, yeah. They stole stuff from you. Well, I'm not going to say oh, that. I, don't know. I saw a page. Been, I saw a page. Our Mike Zapsik like, says. Mike Zapsik says. Mike says Marvel stole from Walt Flanagan. Because right, I, I we'll saw put something in. like 2001. Right. You'd leave pages around. I'm like, oh, my God, this is phenomenal. It was uh, all the superheroes hanging in a giant. It was like a web. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, it was like this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then I see a couple years later. And it was in there? I've. Marvel Zombies, they have this almost the same wow, thing. Wow, okay. Uh, and I was like, what the hell? Right. Hold yeah, on. I, yeah I, I mean, but okay. I think Mike's being going into his yes man mode, which sure. I appreciate yeah. very much. No, 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 no. This is, uh, well, yeah, maybe a little bit. But still, they, I was like, wow. That, and I could have taken like one of the Marvel Zombies and put it like up against sure. that page and been like, fucking stole this, like, the whole cloth. I, I think it was more coincidence, but um, yeah, we, we and B and Q try. Yeah, we, we never heard from Marvel uh, regarding well, that. They're um, kicking themselves yeah, now. <laughs> you know why? Because they were busy stealing your artwork. Right? Who, who's publishing Metro? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's up to the, uh, Cullen and uh, and Q. They have uh, they've been talking to publishers, and um, on this book, uh, my sole job is the penciling. Okay, which I uh, which I. Uh, welcome because um, I could devote all my energy into uh, penciling the book and then and then turning the pages over to the anchor and then I get on the uh, I get on the email with Wayne and we go over the colors. Yeah. But as far as the the business side of it, yeah, unless someone else that's that. that's a Cullen and Q are going to make that decision that this is their uh, you know this is definitely Q's baby and and, and Metro there's good, like there's like a um. Homicidal uh, Three Stooges. Oh, all right, done, sold, uh, awesome, <laughs> sold. <that's> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it is so packed with so many weird characters and weird imagery that um, it, it's been a real fun to draw. And um, so, there's two things, but that's why Knights is still two issues left to be because it should have been finished that long ago. I started working on it, but there's been some things that have happened that yeah. have kept it from being completed. But you know, I. I I told Tom, don't worry, you know, he doesn't have anything to worry about. It, it'll be published yeah. in 2018. Yeah, you're good about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this uh, preview comic, uh, what, how lo- how many pages? I think it's 26 or 20 or 25. It's, wow. it's, it's big. It's, 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 right, it's also, that's a full issue. Oh, it's, it, oh, it's the complete oh, it's a, full issue. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's not a preview. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's the, the first issue. It's the first issue. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, um, Most normal comics are 22 pages. Right. This is 26. Yeah. yeah. This one go, what, what, 
we definitely went over the normal 22 page uh, mark, but uh, it had you know the things, all the things we wanted to throw in. We felt we had to go yeah. a little bit above and beyond 22. That's cool. I'm very limited at booth 2254. Uh, I don't know. That remains to be seen. I, I'm like I told him. I was like, you should cut that number in half. I think, uh, Tom. I don't think you should get that many printed. Like you know, you want to. It, so I, hopefully, you know, a lot of people listening and a lot of, you know, maybe some uh, TSD listeners are at the con now over the course of the weekend. They'll come down and, and pick up a copy. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk, I'm also trying to see if Tom will set up something. Maybe they can, you know, if people who can't get to the con oh, yeah. can order it sure. from, from directly from Tom. Sure. Or they can call up the store if we can grab some. And if, we, if I get any copies, I, I don't. This isn't Walt saying this. This so is the Yes there, Man Mike saying You'll be there this. every day at the con? I'm going to be there Thursday, Thursday Friday, Sunday? Friday, Saturday, oh and God. Sunday. That's trying, crazy. That's my obligation. Tom put in. Tom stepped up and helped me out. So I feel the least I can do is give him four. What is it? Four days. It's four days. Four yeah, days. that's a lot. Four days. A four day weekend. I I, I can give Tom uh, that, and I don't even know if it'll make a difference. Uh, I'm not saying that it's going to make a big difference. I, I think it, I don't know no, if it I will. Think you're, uh, this, this, yeah, you don't do yeah. a lot of this. This is a very rare appearance yes. by you in a public forum. You you don't go to a lot of cons. You don't. You don't you'll sign there. here, but you yeah. don't. But you don't go to other places and sign. No, stuff. I don't really. I don't really do a lot of cons. But this one. Um, yeah, I felt I, I, I had no I, I don't want to say no choice like I didn't want to do it but I felt I had to yeah which is that's great you know, for a good reason though. <laughs> that's great so I mean get your very rare appearance by Walt Flanagan yeah for God's sakes convention. get up to New York Comic Con you up there all weekend I'll be there all weekend doesn't Mike have to work here because you'll be up there Mike is working here I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be up there on Thursday and I'll be back on Sunday so be I'll, on Sunday? Pop, I'll be there on Sunday I'll pop okay. over the Blue Juice uh, yeah, yeah I'll be we'll over do, there too we'll do an impromptu signing over there for like yeah. an hour or two okay yeah. what are we signing uh, anything we got oh, sign uh, okay we'll sign anything we will but we've also got the accelerators we do so we do okay so, sign whatever anybody puts in front of you if it'll be you know for God's sake, yeah. yes. well i mean well i mean we'll deface copies of, of <laughs> nights of the fifth dimension you've signed babies so I don't have. get all up and on i've, I've signed horse. stuff that i wasn't even asked to sign yeah. and uh you <laughs> know if that true. that makes you come out booth 2254 in the 2200 row of new york comic-con uh, I believe it's at near the back end, twenty-two fifty or Blue Juice Comic. It's a big booth; you can't miss it. It's huge. We'll, we'll be over yeah. there. Ho- yeah, hopefully um, this gets at least you know because I feel like well, who's going to even know about it? Who's well, they do now, know? right? That's what I meant before. You yeah, know, before sure. that, before you know, be- before me asking you, I'm like, well, how's anybody even going to know that it's it's going to be there? Right. Or so I felt I had to do something. We will tweet in the it way out. Of, okay, cool. Well, thanks and thanks for having letting me sit in. Yeah. And and if the, if these take off, what, do you have ideas for more, more, more than what? four? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's no I, finite It's ending. not just up to me because you know there's. It's not my. It's just not my book. I want to make that perfectly clear. Um, this is Casey Van Heel's idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd be open to uh, you know bringing it back. I mean that that's a that's a quite. I mean, let's that's putting the. The yeah, horse. Why don't we get the in, four in, in the, the can? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First, first learn walk, then learn fly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mr. we don't Miyagi. know what the reaction is going to be. People may may like it. They may not. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to set up. But I, there's more than just me that would have to decide if they yeah. want to go. I, but I like because you're so passionate about it. Yeah, I, I am. I, I look at it and I feel like it just takes me back to when I was a kid. It just takes me back to the best moments in my life when I was rabid for comics. 
Yeah, usually when you're passionate for something, like it's like it's on, like it's gold, like gold yeah. gets produced, okay, like well. the, you know the game shows, like podcasts. Oh, okay. You know, like the comics, like gold, man. Well, it's, I was passionate about every um, every comic that I ever did, and, and I don't know if I don't know if those publishers are like, well, that was gold. Well, I guess they just don't know you like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Spread the Zolk, man. Yeah, Dynamite yeah. definitely was happy sure. with the uh, with the sales totals. They so much so I see they every- wanted us to. To do a yeah, sequel. Yeah, every, every time I see Dynamite, it's like, hey man, uh, how about you, you talk to Walt about that sequel? I'm like, hey man, you talk. You number. Like, yeah, definitely, because, you know, Cryptozoic Man definitely, uh, I think, far exceeded what uh, Dynamite thought it was going to sell. Yeah. And, um, and that, you know, I, and I chalked that solely up to the ants because we did that promotion, you know, with the pods, which I make no apologies for. I don't care oh, how, yeah, how, don't how care you it sells, sell yeah. it. You know, you, you got to sell it. But I'm just talking about maybe like Carney or Wardy did. I don't know if IDW was ever going like, that was gold. Well, you know, they're, they're lost. Yes, they're lost. You know how much I love IDW, so. Yeah. Yeah. But well, thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. All right, uh, October 5th through the 8th, booth 2254, Blue Juice Comics. Come. You guys will be there. We will be there. I'll come. be there Sunday and Thursday. I'll be there we'll all be four days. Mingy's going to be there all four I'll days. I'll be there right? all four days, yeah. I think nice. Ming is staying up there. Yeah, He's I'm sleeping under the booth. Yeah. Are you really? No. <laughs> if they let me, I probably would, because hotels in New York are not, not <clears> cheap, so. No, no, I know they're not. You're not staying up there, right? I am staying in New York. Whoa! Whoa no way! I didn't want to drive. Oh, I did okay. not want to drive back and forth. Wow! All right, well, Blue Juice better sell a lot. Blue Juice. That's why. It, that's another reason why I feel like wow. I have no. I want. I keep saying no choice. Um, I no, want to, you, but I feel like I ha- I owe it to yeah. uh, Blue Juice. I, to, I know you would rather not if all yeah. beans things being considered but uh you know this it's a this is a, this is great though yeah. I mean, it's a, and i also i know i know tom's probably cringing if i say this but i feel like because you you don't want to pigeon you don't want to marginalize or or put a, a window on or uh but guys who are our age mike mm-hmm. should love this book I'm, i know okay. tom's like no no everybody I mean, all everybody, ages you got money you're gonna love this book <laughs> you know even the casual comic book reader who yeah. is our age yes. who is in the Late mid four to lower four. Uh, okay, whatever. Let's say yes. you're old. All right, yes. you're you're our age. You should. I mean, even if you're, even if you picked up a comic book in Seven uh, Eleven and you had that fondness for it, or you yeah. played with Amigo, pick up this book. What's right. wrong with you? There, I mean, you'll you'll see racks. Oh my god. Of comics, right? Oh. Like, hey, kids, comics. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll see stuff that um, will bring you back to. Um, Hopefully, uh, you know, it, it just as fondly remembered a point in your life as, uh, as I have for that era. A simpler time. Right. Happier when comics time. were, there, there were, there weren't, they didn't cost, you know, ten, oh, $10, even though, <laughs> even though this one does yeah. cost $10. $10? I think that's what Tom's trying bucks. to charge right, well, for it. Hey, guess but, what? Uh, okay, okay. But the, the, <laughs> uh, holy crap. Right, we just torpedoed that one. It was an hour out of our day that just went down, right down the toilet. Well, you know, what is, whatever it is. I don't know, man. That's Blue Juice is making the decision sure, on what okay. the, what sure. the charge Again, for. you don't handle I don't, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not involved yeah. in the business aspect okay. of either Knights we, we or Metro. This. I'm just there to lend uh, as, as an enthusiastic hand as I possibly can. And you know I don't really do enthusiastic yeah. that well. Right. So for me to be bring my enthusiastic hand out means... Uh, it's a rare occurrence. Yeah. Are, Are you kidding? You were in. Th- uh, 
Enthusiasm was like all over this table. For God's sakes, wow! Yeah, yeah for this, yeah. yeah I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking oh, about real life. And I'm talking about, you know, prior to this and after this, you know what kind, you know what you get out of yeah, me. That's exactly. Not enthusiastic. <laughs> exactly. So you know, seize your opportunity while you can. <laughs> but I will be enthusiastic up in New York. We well, yeah. have to be. Wow! You can't okay. be. You can't be. For four days. You can't be. Uh, wow. You can't okay. be pissy. And I can't wait to come in on Sunday to I'm see. Not, I don't mean to you guys. I don't mean to you guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. to the. I mean to the. To the yeah, people the who may I'm be coming be watching. up. I'm going to be customers. like in the yeah, back. Yeah. Hey, is Walt still enthusiastic? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went up to him. He was still enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't mean like I don't. I don't. I mean Tom just shouldn't expect enthusiastic. Uh, but <laughs> hey, what, Walt, unless unless doing? there's somebody potentially who may want to buy the book, sure. then he then he'll get enthusiastic. Or turn or turn it into a uh, TV series. And this is Walt Flanagan, one of the uh, creators. That, hey, yeah. what's up? Yeah, and then but, you get in there. But thank you guys. All right, come Not get your all. book. Come get your enthusiasm. Booth. 2254 Blue Dress Comic. And also, Comic-Con. don't forget, New York Comic Con, come see us at the Hammerstein Ballroom. It's Thursday, October 5th. Yeah. What time, Ming? 1.30. 1.30. The Comic Book Man panel. You comic Book yeah. Man panel, yeah. Yes. The Hammerstein Ballroom. Yes, come see five guys. One who may not think, really want to be there, but he, he'll yeah. be there, <laughs> but he may not want to be there. I think I saw Accept there. You did? You saw a band? You saw yeah, I saw a band there in the 80s uh, <laughs> called Accept, a German band. Balls to the wall. Fast as a shark. Um, yeah, it's on your playlist. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 Udo. Uh, it was Udo. a German uh, German metal singer. He was about like five foot tall uh, with a neck oh. about, um, you know, a neck the you know, the size of my waist. Yeah. Wow. Looked like he had uh, one of those... Uh, the, the swimming rings around him. Oh, he yeah he was neck. he was uh, he had an amazing. He still probably does, but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't caught up on my current accept that even if they're still a band. Yeah, but, or yeah, alive. That's all. That's all I got. That's only Hammerstein. I, I, shit, I shouldn't have told that here. Right? I should have told that at the uh, at the panel. You still can. Well, you still yeah, can. It wasn't that good. <laughs> all right, thank you. All right, thank you. Not all at right. all. All right, and we're back. Holy cow! Uh, that it seems like it. Yeah, you know, I kind of wish Walt would come on every week. He yeah. won't. No, he won't. Well, but that was that was very that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this may be the most downloaded episode ever. Oh my god, possibly. Yeah. So again, come see Walt. Yeah, come see. I know Walt. I said it like ten times, but just you know, redundancy never hurts. No, come see Walt. Come see. Actually, come see all of the comic book men yeah. on Thursday, October fifth at uh, New York Comic Con yeah. Hammerstein Ballroom one thirty. yep one thirty, and uh, we'll be wandering around the con floor we're gonna be at Blue Juice we're gonna go to the Blue Juice um, table yep the 2254 2254 and we're gonna sign there for an hour yeah we'll sign whatever you want yep yeah. All right. Let's talk about new books. Let's talk new books. This week's new books brought to you by William Painter Sunglasses. William Painter, the best sunglasses you've ever worn. Yeah. We'll tell you why. Our aerospace grace titanium frames, very light, uh, nearly indestructible. Scratch proof lenses. Shatterproof lenses. Nice. Rear weighted so they don't slip down your nose. And, and you look damn fine in them. Plus, any iSell Comics listener gets $20 off any pair. Go to williampainter.com. Use the code ISELCOMICS. Yes, ISELCOMICS. And they're guaranteed for life. So guaranteed for life. So if you break them, you drop them, you scratch them, whatever, they'll replace them for free. So order, again, code ISELCOMICS, $20 off any pair. They dare you to break them. WilliamPainter.com. You will also get a free hard case. You'll get free shipping, and you get a free cleaning cloth. Uh, these are the sunglasses that me and Mike love. We wear, we live, we love in them. Get yeah. them. ISELCOMICS, code $20 off. WilliamPainter.com. Mike, what are you reading this week? What do you have in your hands there? Let's uh, let's talk Marvel Legacy number one. Oh, that nice big thick comic. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a heavy one. It's um, five ninety nine. 
All right, worth, is it worth well five ninety nine? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not going to spoil. Um, so a this lot kicks of stuff. off the whole legacy, which is uh, from what I read from the press release, a homage to what was everything that was great about Marvel comics, uh, touching on the past while pushing toward the future. Yeah, were the word were the words. They use my. That's not bad. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Why well, I got a, f- I get a feeling this by reading uh, the new X Men Blue and Gold that just came out. Those really threw me back to the '90s X Men, in my opinion. Um, uh, are they, are they catering to the longtime comic book reader here? Are they uh, trying to remind the new, maybe the newer comic book reader what it was like back in the day? What is the goal here, Mike? How about both? Okay, both. Okay, I like this. And they they do a pretty good job of it too. Yeah, what I like is uh, you know, there some of the some of the covers are gonna be thrown back to uh the style of old. Um and uh I I see there in the very the last page there's a checklist for the Marvel Legacy titles right. oh my God, that are coming so out. Yes. But how is this one? This one is really good. This is uh, again a volley for serve, but guess what? What? Um we see the return of an old friend. Okay. Uh, maybe the return of a bunch of old fl- oh, a bunch of old friends. Okay, does this take you back to the uh, the seventies, uh, late yeah, 60s, a little 70s, bit. While you were sitting on uh, you know your living room with a pile of comics that you just uh, on got the living from the room floor, store, yeah, with your YooHoo in one hand and uh, your comic books in the other. Y- yeah, had YooHoo. All right, I'm in then. All That's, right, all I want is to throw back to my. All I want to do is relive my past. Then we got a whole show out of it. This is out good, of reliving yeah. our past. Then this is a good place to start. And um, you know, as stylized uh, and glossy, and as uh, you know, the stories are a little more dark and adult now. I just want to go back to my childhood, dude. No, this. I think this will harken back. I want to eat my wheat cakes. I want to, you know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> you want to be wakened up by your uncle Ben uh, in time for uh, high school? Yeah, I just you know I want. Want to go to the science fair? I want those old problems back again. Gotcha. You know and. Um, you know, instead of like nan- nanobots and you know, like freaking, freaking weird metals and multi dark multiverse. Well, I want that I, too. You, so well, yeah, now we get do. all of it. Um, Ming, yes, you got ninety nine problems, but Marvel Legacy number one ain't one of them. All right. right on. Well, I also read a Marvel title, and um, it cost me nothing, Mike. It was free. Foom. Foom. <laughs> Foom is back, Mike. Uh, why is Foom back? Is there any is there any rhyme or reason? I like that it's back. I'm not complaining because but. of this. Ah, okay, duh, duh. That would make, makes perfect sense. Foom, friends of old Marvel. Uh, I was not a member back in the day. I, I I'm gonna assume that you were. I was, yes, yes. Uh, what was the process to sign up back in the day? You had to send a uh, self addressed stamped envelope plus, I think like fifty cents. Hey, Walt. Never mind. Walt is uh, it was, it was a subnominal fee. Yeah, to do a nominal fee. I okay. didn't think it wasn't even much. And you uh, got some gold in the mail. Yeah, back. Um, started in spring 1973. You would get a newsletter what every quarter. Yeah, and it would. And this is pre-internet, everybody, where you would get the best of uh, Marvel upcoming Marvel news, titles, interviews. You get everything. Everything. And, they um, would they would talk to your favorite artist, your favorite yeah. writer. Yeah, it was a that, whole magazine. That sure, Stan got. would tell you about upcoming projects. Yeah, it was actually pretty dope. Yeah, this one chronicles uh, the Marvel legacy. What's with all the throwbacks? Uh, you know, this uh, also um, you know gives you a full checklist of all the Marvel legacy titles. Right. Um, had a re- really good interview with Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, who uh, aside from Colin Bunn is you know. Just, prolific yeah what, my god 
And uh, also uh, talk about the return of uh, Marvel 2 and ones coming back, Mike. It is. Yeah, they're uh, searching for the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So that, to me, leads lends credence to um, Stan Lee's assertion that the, um, the Marvel Universe might soon have the first family of uh, superheroics. Oh, I like this. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, except for the, uh, so back in the day, Marvel 2 and one was Thing paired with somebody else. Yeah, it was always a team up. It was yeah. like Marvel, uh, like Marvel team up. Right. It was Spider Man and, but this one was the thing meets whoever. whoever. Yeah. Uh, if I'm reading this right, this one is just Thing and Human Torch. Yeah, because they're going after the rest of their family. Right. Exactly. And uh, we got an article about the the Avenger consolidation. Yep. Uh, very good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Very good interview with the uh, the creators, the creator behind that. Um, also, there's a, a Deadpool's Guide to Deadpool, Mike, which uh, gave you the titles or omnibuses or trade paperbacks to pick up. Which is all of them. Deadpool, yeah. but su- as suggested to you by Deadpool. So, yeah, pretty much all of them. Uh, Q&A with, uh, with Joe, Joe Q, Joe Quesada. Joe Quesada. Little, uh, little interview with uh, a man that we talked to earlier this summer, Roy Thomas. Roy's awesome. And then they rounded out with a profile of the, I, I call her the first lady of Marvel, Flo Steinberg. Ah, uh, she just passed recently? She did, yeah. She passed, yeah, I believe, in June or July. She was basically kept the whole Marvel office in order. She did. She probably processed my FOOM uh, registration. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, back in the day, I think there were just three people in the Marvel office, Stan, Flo, and I can't remember who else it Saul was. Saul Brodsky. I think so, yeah. But she really, you know, she did all the... I, the way I saw it, she did all the, all the shit that Stan didn't want to do. Yeah, she was the glue that held the Marvel Universe together. Yeah. If there was, um, if Stan was the biggest cheerleader for Marvel, um, she was number two. Yeah. She was the second biggest. So, yeah, and she, I, I mean, wow. Yeah, I thought it was cool, man. I know in the internet age, we kind of find all this out the day, like even before... You know, there are leaks and stuff like that. I yeah. like magazines. I'm 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 a big fan of, you know, having a hard copy. Like anything that gives me an in depth look at the stuff that I love is way welcome in my house. Yeah. So pick up Fuma. I guess I'm imagining every comic book retailer has this. I think so, but we've got them here. If you want one, come on in and grab one. Okay, cool. I sound right. like E over there. Right. Come what on else, in and grab else, one. What else you got? Do you Next have... up I've got uh the generation saga. Okay. Generations cap. The two caps. Cap Steve, meets cap. Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson. I'm loving the generations, dude. This is the really cool. First one I picked up was the the Hawkeye. K Bishop Hawkeye meets the the. Right. the there were two before that. The uh, the the purple boot Hawkeye. Yeah, there were two before that. Right. This is these are fun, man. They are. This one is a little bit different for me because this one has uh, Sam goes back to World War Two. Sam Wilson goes back to World War II, and he's got his wings on him, so he becomes uh, Flyboy. <laughs> Flyboy? Yeah. Just another grunt, but sure. he was like the secret weapon of the right. U.S. military uh, against the Nazis. And um, whereas after every mission, like Jean Grey, um, Kate Bishop, they spring back to the their present their time, present time yeah. Sam lives his life. Oh, in the Sam 40s. lives a life in through the forties, right. the fifties, the sixties, up until you know uh, Steve Rogers is defrosted, right from the you know the ice flow. All right, then they do the hand a hand. What does he hand it off back off to him? Or? He does, but he's also living as Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson ah, okay, is living cool. concurrently. Yeah, 
So everything that he remembers, you know, that's going to happen, Sam hasn't lived yet. Right. So That's cool. He's like, this is really weird. That's cool. But then, um, and Steve keeps coming to him at any given time uh, to talk to him about, you know, life choices, especially when he gets back because uh, Sam ends up being a uh, minister. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a completely yeah. uh, left field life then. Not he- really, because his dad was a minister. Oh, okay. So he, he kind of, it's in the blood then. So, yeah. Could you, could you do it? You get you find a portal back to, say, 1940. And wow. uh, would you okay. do it? Would you go back? And But you can't get back. Could you yeah. do it? Like, I don't you, know. you just fall down a hole. You wake up, it's the roaring, or it's not the roaring 40s, but. The, it's the world at war, man. The world at war. But, you know, you know what you know now. So. Yeah. That, that would be I guess be you could weird. live pretty comfortably. You could maybe uh, memorize some sports scores or something. Yeah, or just know to pick up that markets. Kodak um, <laughs> that stock. Is, sure. Sure, Kodak, uh, AT&T. Yeah, like, IBM. What, IBM, I guess. Was that back? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, IBM was around back then. Yeah. Wait for uh, Apple to go public. But you'd have to live without like smartphones. Yeah. No, no internet. <laughs> hey, I, I already did. I That was my childhood, so. Yeah. You went... Dewey Decimal we System. could probably do it. Maybe a little tougher for me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know yeah. if they front about the the, the Orientals. That's right, then. young boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, you'd, be would, thrown, yeah you'd, you'd have been thrown in a, thrown into in a, a camp. fucking camp. You know, holy fucking, shit. Maybe in fifties, <laughs> oh, maybe I could tolerate a little more. But uh, yeah, maybe you could open up uh, a drive-in and have Richie Potsy and Ralph Mouth come I, over. That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't open up the drive. I would invent it before the guy who invented it. Yeah, did, and and. I mean, he. I think he died penniless. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but well, I would. That's uh, something to shoot for, Ming. Right. To die penniless. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Nightwing: The New Order, number two. Ah. Uh, an, uh, right, written by Kyle Higgins, driven, uh, drawn by Trevor McCarthy. This is an Elseworlds, Elseworlds story, Mike. Yes, very and, strange in um, Elseworlds storyline during like the dark. Uh, multiverse storyline. I find it a little bit weird, but yeah, little, I think it's kind of cool. A little crazy, but it's cool. It takes place. I believe uh, there's a Chiron says uh, we're in 20, 2040, and uh, the superpowers are very are prevalent. You can get pretty much anybody can get them. Right. And as such, uh, when someone gets something that's too good for them, they, they fuck it up. And so uh, superpowers have been outlawed. In this time, of course, and our friend Dick Grayson, Mike, is heading a team that suppresses and controls superpowers in the future, and uh, you know this means widespread controls, suppression drugs, uh, anything to prevent superpowers. Uh, this gets flipped on Dick Grayson's head when his son Jake exhibits symptoms Uh-oh. of an impending superpower, and we have to he has to he has to deal with that. Uh, he goes to Mister Terrific to see if there's any way. Uh, there are, uh, apparently there are detection systems. Once you get to your superpower, manifests itself to a point, and uh, they're trying to suppress it, and they can't. Mister Terrific can't find a way. Uh oh. And so Dick goes to Alfred for advice. Meanwhile, Jake is like, "What the what the hell's going on?" Yeah, seriously, I'm I'm no dirty. Why secret me? And, yeah, and, and you know, true to Alfred, I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm I got your back, no matter what." Yeah, Alfred's but, good that way. Yeah, but there's the struggle that he's like, "Shit, I'm." I'm supposed to be preventing these things now. My son, my own son, has it. What do I do now? And uh, you know, rises with a conflict at the end. And um, I, I am loving this, Mike. Yes. Look at this. 
Uh, you have in front of you, in your hands, Batman the Murder Machine. The Murder Machine. Which is a, a metal, uh, metal tie-in. Yes. So uh, here's what happens. Uh, written by Frank Thierry and our friend, and uh, I saw comics alumni James Tiny in the fourth. Art by Ricardo Federici. Yes. Uh, art's amazing. Um, here's what happens, and all these one the one shots for the Batman Dark Knights yeah. are the dark multiverse. They're coming at it from this angle that Batman is becoming a one man Justice League somewhere in the multiverse for good or for bad for good or for bad and it doesn't really matter because if it's bad it's in the the uh the dark multiverse and we find out that uh there are a lot of these a lot of batmen are dissatisfied with the notion that their earths are going to die because they're unstable or because they shouldn't exist right and and then they find a way out Right, so Bat- Batman is uh, be- becomes consumed with uh, the death of Alfred. Yes, that's what kickstarts this whole yes. thing. The death of Alfred on Earth forty four. Right, and uh, Alfred brutal is, death. He's murdered by some of Batman's rogues. Yes, and uh, he asks he he had based an um, an artificial intelligence on Alfred's brainwaves. Alfred's soul, in essence, and he asks for help from Cyborg to on create, Earth 44 to, to help him push this along. Yeah, uh, create, um, I, not exactly a clone, really, but it is, and uh, he calls it the Alfred Protocol. It's like, please, please, uh, you know, this guy's done so much. For, he's mm-hmm. always there for me. He's my dad. I wasn't there for him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's my dad. Um, can, can we bring him back, at least in this virtual state? And it backfires on everybody. Yeah, it turns out that it's not just a virtual state. It, it um it reminds me of uh, Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty. They just keep multiplying. Yes. they figure out the, the best way to exist is to multiply. Yeah, how can I help you? How yes. can I, how can, uh, yeah, how they literally say that. Yeah, yeah can, can do. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Except mis- they don't pop out and pop yeah, out. They of go on killing. They go on like killing and blowing up shit. So, um, and this is really cool. So you have. Batman actually becoming a one-man Justice League yes. throughout the dark multiverse. Yeah. So it's but, pretty uh, cool. Finds his way to our Earth, confronts Cyborg on the Watchtower. Yep. And, Earth uh, Zero. Earth That's Zero. That's what this place. Uh, ours is Earth Zero. Not, no longer Earth One or Earth Two. No, we're it's the, Earth we're Zero. We're the Keystone Earth. Yeah, so we see the invasion The invasion of all these dark multiverse Batmen. And uh, we'll, the, uh, the next... Well, we see a teaser for the next uh, one-shot Batman... Which kind of looks like uh, I can't remember what his name was, but that weird the, the one zombie in Walking Dead with all the spikes on him in the in the garbage pit. They gave yes. him a name I can't remember his name, like Willard or something like that. Cool name. Yeah, but these are these have been really amazing. So definitely uh, pick these up. And you got anything else? No, that's all I've all right, got for this I, week. That's all I got too. A right. very special thank you to Walt Flanagan. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you're anywhere near the St. Louis or Collinsville, Illinois area this weekend, we will be at Archon 41. Yeah. One of the Midwest's longest continually running cons since 1977, Mike. Very cool. Fantasy, sci-fi, programming. We have four panels, Mike. I'm excited. Uh, panel number one begins on Friday at 5 p.m. It is uh, Comics and Mythology, which... Uh, I'm all for it. Pretty well-versed on Saturday, 12 p.m., uh, uh, meet the comic book man, Mike Zapsik. 
Actually, I think the 12 p.m. is a Ask Mike and Bing Anything. It's kind of like a Ask Me Anything. Yeah, AMA. which is an AMA. 2 p.m. is the Meet the Comic Book Man, Mike Zapsik and Ming Chen. Um, we're going to have cool. to differentiate those two somehow. Yeah. It's 2 p.m. on Saturday. And then 12 p.m. on Sunday is, uh, you know, uh, podcasting, how to, uh, a discussion on podcasting and how to podcast by two men who may be superheroes at it. That's the exact name Maybe. of Maybe. Well, we didn't name it. Name so. of the title. ArconSTL.org is the website. And come and see us. Uh, I looked into this con. Uh, I'd never heard of it before. But I knew our friend Alicia runs it. And uh, as such, she was good enough to invite us. It looks amazing. Um, I'm so excited. What I'm hearing is, uh, you know, it's the usual con. There are uh, panels, discussions, a couple of vendors. And then after hours, uh, there are separate room parties. Saturday, there's this big masquerade where everybody dresses up in cosplay. We're one of the cosplay judges. Nice. Um, yeah, this is not your your this is not your normal like you know go and buy shit and leave con. This is when you stay and hang out. That's awesome experience. Um, yeah, it reminds me it reminds me of the 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 way cons are run now, but thrown back to the sci-fi fantasy cons of yore. Yeah, and this will this will be fun. Archon forty one, come see us. Me and Mike's first time in the St. Louis area. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. There you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir. Only at Smodcast.com.